Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Dive. One of our very, guests. very upsetting. Atmosphere. Should we have? Fairing. Would you say? Would we but start the, a band? I fair and believe we sort of are a band. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought we were doing this whole time. <laughs> a spoken just word band. Yes, working up to our band. Uh, all right, all right. We were so. just talking about reality shows, and then I remembered Shattered, which I think Cass you covered oh, yeah. ages ago. The one where you couldn't sleep. Yeah, so it's about yeah. the twenty-year reunion of Shattered now, and ten people. This is Channel Four, um, kind of tortured in an abandoned shopping centre in East London on live TV. Absolutely fascinating stuff. So they were on the show called the, Shattered, like the housing crisis in Ireland currently. <laughs> yeah, true. They were competing to stay as awake, awake as long as possible, win a hundred grand uh, in cash after 178 hours of sleep deprivation. Uh, this 19-year-old called Claire, nicknamed the Terminator, won the money. Yeah. Fuck yeah! 178 hours of sleep deprivation. I wonder if she was a mum. In which case... No, she was 19. She was a young... Okay. I, I don't think she was... No, I know what you're going to say. Because, like, yeah, that's, she's, that's an edge. That's exactly. the edge she had on the others. It's the no. muscle. So anyway, that's just a bit. There was loads of complaints, and it definitely wouldn't be made today. Um, but the fucking danger of that. I think we... Are we through the kind of reality show? Like real Weirdness. sick ones. Yeah. No. no, Operation Transformation is underway. True. The other thing, um, what else? Do you know, I did a presentation on one of our lives on the weirdest reality TV shows. That's and some right. of them are still in existence. Oh, that was such a great episode. Do you know which one? Can you remember? I'll whip that out again. Okay, we have a creep of the week. Let's it's go. It's come in from the brilliantly named Emma Geddon on <laughs> Twitter. Um, so she's just tagged me. It's an update on a previous creep. Yes. Does anyone remember Dr. Love? 
No. It's, it's been a long three years. Go on. <laughs> okay, so he was, his name is Malachi Love Robinson, Florida man. Love to see it. And when he was um, 18, he posed as a doctor um, under the name Dr. Love um, and even opened a clinic. Um, real go-getter. He's only 18. Um, his clinic was called, um, which I think should have raised some red flags, the New Birth, New Life Medical Center. It just sounds culty. New birth and new life. And there... He practiced medicine without a license. At 18. At 18. I mean, and the he had are all but there. But you know what? It really goes to show that you can get a long way with a good headshot. Let's have yeah, a look at yeah, this doctor yeah. headshot. He just... Doctor, oh, hello. He just... Okay, A, attractive. But looks nine years old. It, well, you know, like what, what doctor doesn't look pretty young when you go in? It's because all like, the time they have to spend inside. They look really young because they never course, see the sun. You know, it. they're in the library all the time. I see. Lovely soft preserved, hands. Soft, little tiny, soft, steady hands. <laughs> and um, yeah, lovely, lovely, bright skin. So, so what at the time, what became of the New Birth, New Life Medical Center, where he practiced without a license, was he was arrested. And oh. um, there was an investigation by the Department of Health and Human Services at the time. Um, and basically, they sent in an undercover agent to be doctored by Dr. Love and then uh, arrested him. I wonder what kind of what thing was that? he was doing. I know. Like, maybe, you know, you could do it. Like, the tap on the knee. Yes, check the one hundred percent. Buy one of them stethoscopes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you literally could order the costume online. Party.ie. Uh, I'm fairly sure I could. Um, in, I could um, put a line in someone. I really enjoy yeah. his. Um, yeah. Absolutely, you could interview. I could, you just find a vein. You could say, glue a wound back together with damn right just regular Super glue glue. from the hardware shop. I could 100%. deliver a baby. One hundred percent. You just pull it out. It's Absolutely. <laughs> specifically, no to the pulling. I think no. Is it? Yes. Yeah. You, Has anyone you ever let tried? Her push Cast. Many people. There's something called a vontuse, which and, is a Hoover. Uh, Again, easily obtained. Sucks the baby out. Yeah, Hoover with Henry. a funnel attachment. Bob's your uncle. I tell you, we wouldn't go near that though. Dyson, useless. You useless. need a Henry. You need a Henry. Um, I liked his defense of his doctoring. There are many types of degrees out there that just because someone has the title doctor in front of their name does not necessarily imply MD. Yes, um, which. Yeah, it does imply PhD. It's it's very much a fool me once, can't (laughs) fool me again. How long ago Uh, was that? Basically, um, how long is it open? I actually don't have that information to hand. I'm really wondering what age he is now. Okay, so I can tell you that because he's at it again. Not the same scam. scam. Um, He's 25 now. So it was seven years ago and he was imprisoned for um his fake doctoring and he was sentenced to um a year two and a half years um did not learn his lesson did not learn his lesson he was barely out in 2020 um, and he began working for um united states of freight which is i presume some kind of like transporting things from place to place and I mean, this is just one of the kind of scams that you got to love for its pure simplicity. He basically just said to customers, just pay this account um, directly, uh, account registered under his name. And he also suggested that if they wanted to pay by other methods, they could pay him through Venmo. 
or PayPal. Um, sounds, so sounds legit. It just completely just bypassed the accounts of the company. Um, Dan O'Sullivan, possibly one of ours, um, <laughs> who owns United States of Freight, discovered the scheme after he started chasing people for payments. And they were like, but we paid Dr. Love already. <laughs> and so um, uh, Dan O'Sullivan confronted um, Maliki. Again, Maliki, um, spelt differently to our Maliki, though. Um, confronted him via text, which seems casual. And uh, Dr. Love said, I swear I wasn't thinking, and I'll make it right. I get these compulsive stages and do things without thinking, um, which I think we can all relate to. And so basically, he also, so he stole upwards of 10 grand, from via just Venmo, Venmo me. He must have a real Revolute gift of the gab, doesn't he? I would say absolutely, and um, and also just a real kind of lack of caution. Yes, and risk taker. Yeah, he's twenty five though. So he's not old. I genuinely think that there are big things in his future. Um, so basically, Politics, also, um, while he was on bond, out on like bail, um for the embezzlement he tried to buy a 35 grand jag with a stolen credit card that he got from an old lady and that was his defense he just wasn't thinking he there wasn't either ha- he was just he was just having love one of those that. weeks oh i just wasn't thinking I just got carried away um so yeah so he uh didn't he's a back back at it back at it and he's pleading guilty um and he's going back to prison and I'm sure he will thrive there because he's a wheeler dealer. Yeah. And I like I, I like the cut of his jib. Cool. Moxie. Moxie. So thank Moxie. you to Emma Geddon. With Moxie. Now, on today's episode, yeah. we do have a heavily requested creep. Oh, yes, we certainly do. Um, what do, else do we have? I've got a bit of Nazi carry on. Oh, have you got? Are you got again? Have you got the meth Nazis? No. Oh, interesting. I have that for another episode as interesting. well. Interesting. A study that says suggests that the um, the that Hitler and the Nazis were just on a lot of drugs. Oh, they were. Yeah. Hitler yeah. definitely was. You did um, you watch the footage of Hitler, who was. There's loads of kind of evidence, like to the, well, there's people suggesting he definitely was. Is it it looks, kind of tweaky. Yes, massively tweaky. <clears throat> um, That'll get you. Didn't what, watch that. What have, um, you got what have I got for today? I have some um, of the funniest confessions, anonymous confessions, I could find <laughs> on the internet. Oh, okay. Excellent. Well, we've got to have the update up top. Okay, we do update up top. Yeah. So. It's not an update on a previously covered. Like, I think that you guys thought I had recovered um, some previous part of this creep story, yes. but I hadn't. You're thinking of a different uh, author doing some nefarious dealing. Oh, That's this right. Is a whole new one. We have a literary creep. Yes. Do love a literary creep. Now, you literally couldn't have been alive on the internet over the last kind of four or five days and not seen um, what is uh, going around um, regarding. An author by the name of Susan, hard to say her last name, Meachin I'm going with. Cool. Um, so my clipbait headline is, plot twist, I'm alive. <laughs> so, as we all know, we love a death faker around these parts. And um, so, back in 2020, 
Right. right. Now, just set the scene. So Susan Meachin is an author. Um, she is or was like very kind of enmeshed in a kind of very specific corner of literary internet. Um, so the slate was very snarky about the kind of writer she was. So they... <laughs> Meachin and her other writer friends uh, refer to their community as, quote-unquote, the book world. What they're talking about has little to do with what most outsiders would associate with that term, the mainstream publishing industry, and the professionals who work in it. Snark, snark, snark. Um, so Meachin's book world is the community of self-published romance and erotica writers. Fucking A! I'm like, hello, that is way, way harder. harder. Exactly. All of the marketing, you've got to write the thing, yeah. market it, build your profile online, as they all did. And um, they sell low-cost ebooks and print-on-demand paperbacks, primarily through Amazon. Are we talking heavily erotic? Um, well, I have. Uh, uh, we are talking funny book covers. Oh. So I have one of hers here. Um, it's very much an. Um, I'm like, I'm like. It's a definitely a kind of a stock photo, possibly from like Unsplash. You know, the kind of freebie stock photo. All right. Title of the book: Losing Him and Finding You. Okay. And here we have very attractive caucasian couple oh wow lying side by side head on the bed of the other head do you want to see it Cass? oh yeah 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 um (laughs) so i would yeah i'm I'm hoping pretty sexy stuff it looks massively sexy so it's a very tight-knit community and um there was a facebook group called the ward that susan meachin was particularly active in and basically um a Facebook post um, was made there in September 2020 from someone who it was the daughter of Susan Meachin announcing that her mother had very unfortunately died by suicide. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so her uh, post basically said um, that... Sorry, so this is October 23, 2020, and it's posting from Susan Meachin's account. Okay. So the daughter was obviously in her mother's account. Sorry, thought everyone on this page knew my mom passed away. Dead people don't post on social media. I've been on this account for a week now, finishing her last book, which was my wedding gift from her. If you'd like to talk to some of the people who have been helping me, let me know. We've asked for very little from everyone, but I'm asking that you leave Redacted alone. She has been a saint through all this. She deserves some peace. Again, please be respectful. Now, here's the link to her last book, and goodbye. Um, So basically, the reason that the daughter came out, like about a month later, was because... From the off, there was a little bit of murmurings in the book world that all may not have been what it seemed with uh, Susan Meachin's death. Okay. Mm. So a lot of accusations began flying immediately that, well, the family kind of put it that they, through relentless bullying that had led to Susan Meachin's suicide. And then basically like micro pylons started in the Facebook groups accusing different writers of bullying Susan Meachin. To death. Yes. So 
just could I just return to the daughter finishing her mother's erotic novel that was a gift intended for the daughter's wedding. Wedding. Convoluted. Totally Imagine weird. that. Imagine instead of a speech your mother got up to read some erotic fiction. <laughs> I mean that's a wedding. It. A wedding I would go to though. Well, speeches are so twee. But it's all very yeah, cre- weird. Weird. And the thing was one of the um reasons that other writers in the community were a bit suspicious from the off was a brilliant um very uh apt uh little clue which was that susan had a very strange spelling error so whenever she'd write supposed to she wouldn't write supposed to at all she'd write uh hyphen post to as in post okay yes and a writer was she apparently Jen, in some none of, of that now judgment okay she was a very accomplished <laughs> self-published erotica starter yeah no shade and um, so basically uh they people on the facebook group started to notice that some of the um posts from the account that like were claimed to be uh, authored by the daughter had this same spelling error and I was like, how many times was she even, like... Using that why, phrase. Yeah, why was she writing supposed to so much? But anyway, it was um, it was definitely kind of the first clue. Um, so anyway, what happened last week? Out hopped Susan Meacham... From the dead. From the dead with a Facebook post to her former group. Again, the word is the name of it. Quote... I debated on how to do this a million times and still not sure if it's right or not. There's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group, I'd guess. But my family did what they thought was best for me and I can't fault them for it. I almost died again at my own hand and they had to go through all that hell again. Returning to the ward, which is the Facebook group, doesn't mean much, but I am in a good place now and I'm hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. Okay, what can I just return again a little bit? Yeah, sorry. To, I'm, am I telling this badly? No, 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 no. I just want to know why she was being bullied. Like, what had she? Not that it's her. Not to victim shame Susan, but what were they getting at her about? Like in the Facebook group, was she just annoying? Genuinely, the bullying accusations seem to be cooked up out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Um. Oh. So, uh, which is why all the infighting began. Yeah, because people were like pointing oh. fingers. So she had some good friends who were like, "Oh, my poor friend has died by suicide because what? of the treatment in here." So, what but was it didn't the tre- really exist. So, I okay. don't think. Unless I think this- the whole thing was a ruse to sell this unfinished, unfinished novel for two ninety nine. That by faking her, oh, three dollars, <laughs> by faking her own <laughs> death, it was like hopefully to kind of you know drum up a bit of excitement, drum up a bit of anticipation for the final book and the final book was called love to last a lifetime which <laughs> obviously very apt i mean Has i won't the word say life in it. that i mean who among us hasn't considered a death fake Many. to boost sales of a book yeah. after or just for a fresh start wouldn't you <laughs> yeah. just a break cast just clear the old a holiday a break bill. i would um, that's even, it did she have a daughter i was very um she haven't confirmed that but um i was very tempted after my most recent book where i end (laughs) 
to to do similar just because for the kind of the poetry of it 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 would fit the marketing dramatic irony of it um so anyway um again so much more snark from mainstream media around this so um the the slate were suggesting that cashing in on faking your own death in order to sell a three dollar ebook to this tiny audience is ridiculous so shitty it's just real mean isn't it and it goes on to say perhaps Meachin's definition of success is modest enough to be satisfied by a sales bump of a handful of copies (laughs) that that is so mean (laughs) so other big player are you watching something separate on your computer no I'm, I'm laughing at you. No, I just heard something noise. was just playing there. No, no, I think a car might have gone by. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just... <laughs> I, was, I just, just, you were just bored. And a double screening over just there. Just Encanto starts <laughs> up from the laptop. Okay, so the big player in this is Samantha A. Cole. Another it's always writer. a Samantha. Yeah. Always a Samantha. Always a Samantha. Absolute tibbles. Okay, so... Th- the thing was that Susan's kind of claiming that her family kind of basically sort of advised the death fake right. um, to kind of end the, the bullying okay. uh, saga. And so Susan's kind of come out and said, this is what my family thought was best. Oh, passing the book there, Susan, the literally book. and metaphorically. <laughs> yes. And so Samantha was... Um, it's becoming it's so it's weird from behind <laughs> you. Yeah, sorry, I saw that. I heard that thing. So basically, Samantha was the real whistleblower on all this and um, posted to Facebook a lengthy post. Um, I've been hearing and seeing lots of mentions of Connie Ortiz being Susan Meachin's sister. So we're getting more and more convoluted. All right. And more sock puppets, I sense. I see. Are coming to light. Samantha says, this is not true. The screenshot of Connie not being able to give Susan's group the attention she thought it deserved based on things going on in her life, including the death of her sister, was in fact in reference to her real sister who passed away on November 2021. The post Connie made was the following year. I took a screenshot of that because so basically just to zoom out for a minute yeah basically there was another woman in this sphere called connie okay who people thought she was posting about susan's death i see and um, mm. but she was actually posting about a very real death of her very real sister so she was speaking abstractly or she just so never people said, just oh. kind of started to assume and basically samantha cole noticed a reply to that post from an account T.N. Steele. So this person was replying to Connie and T.N. Steele and saying she was willing to take over the group. Oh, because this was Susan's group. She was the admin on it. No, she wanted to be... No, T.N. Steele wanted to be the admin. Interesting. But T.N. Steele is is now come to light is Susan. So basically, Susan still wanted to be in on this group so that she could essentially watch her own funeral. Oh, Oh, watch the outpouring of of grief, the tributes... The whole the positive thing. book reviews. What would you do though if you watched your own funeral and everyone was thrilled? Well, or just not sad enough. You just keep up the fake death and start again. I think. Yeah, you'd be like, well, made a jock of that. Life. I'm not. Yeah, I'm so, not coming back here. Exactly. You've- so this woman, Samantha, kind of details how when they heard that Susan had taken her own life, friends were devastated 
fellow authors and readers were absolutely shaken. Yes, those four people were very upset. (laughs) Especially when it had been alleged that she had been bullied in the book world to the point of suicide. And um, so there was also a ton of rants from the quote-unquote daughter about how horrible everyone in the book world had been to her mother and how the family wanted nothing to do with the book world from that point on, however, except to honour their mother's memory by publishing the last book she wrote, which they did. Did. and See everyone below yes exactly <laughs> yeah. and link everyone, in bio <laughs> everyone like rallied in the quote-unquote toxic book world and like we're sharing the release of the book i'd say perhaps the sales numbered in the tens Who i'm knows? sure um, samantha goes on to say we grieved for the loss of a woman we considered a friend and then She says, I personally was harassed by another author who loves to create drama, claiming that I was one of the authors who bullied Susan and drove her to suicide. I was heartbroken when I realised it had been months since I'd chatted with Susan in the private messages and wished I'd reached out sooner. It may have made a difference to her knowing there were people who supported her. So not only is Susan being accused of bullying, she's also grappling with the guilt um, at uh, learning that Susan died. Yes. And... um, so, she, Susan was contacted about a week ago from another author whose name I like, so I'm just going to say it, even though all the names are getting confusing. This author is Rhonda Butterbow, wow. <laughs> asking um, Love if, if Samantha remembered Susan. And Samantha was like, of course I did. I was carrying the grief ever since Susan bloody died. Within the hour, Samantha had seen Susan's new post. <gasps> Ending with the iconic Let the Fun Begin. Um, and she was horrified, stunned, livid, and felt like I'd been kicked in the gut and the chest at the same time, still sick to my stomach, and it's gotten worse. So, how much time had passed since the death Two announcement? years. So Two the, years? Yes, so the death yeah, announcement yeah. was in 2020, September of, and then the post from Susan saying I'm back was like a week ago way too long people have genuinely been sad about this they had been genuinely sad about this grieving for months um, and balls and and Susan was there the whole time as TN Steele that's the creepiest part of it so she spent it's like it's not because the conversation would have moved past her death within those two years so she's like soaked up all the misery and the sadness at her passing but then has just like fraudulently been someone else in the community for two years oh completely and like watching all the outpouring and like also i do i am back up do you think as t.s Steele? do you think she was like do you remember susan yeah just every now and again being like just woke up this morning it's just been another really hard day thinking about susan (laughs) and what you all did to her but did that did that profile exists during when susan was there or did the the second profile only come in after her death only it came in very after her weird death. yeah only came in after her death and i think that it, probably the reason she made it was because people were making mutterings about the so-called quote-unquote may not exist daughter oh. who was using susan's original account to post on the group and like posting tirades as well about bullying and things like that. Wasn't so, there one post as well from someone who was like, I think I'm going to have to shut down this group, who was like the admin and was like, I don't want the responsibility of running this group anymore. And then the... And that's when TN Steele came in, slid in and was like, like I'll take I'll over. Run it. No probs. I'm not busy. I'm dead. And um, I am upset, <laughs> a little disappointed that TN Steele isn't an anagram for something fun like Let the Fun Begin or <laughs> any... Or, or, a clue. Um, 
you, uh, yeah, just something. I, I kind of met, spent a little bit of time playing around with TN Steel and couldn't, I'm not very good at that kind of thing, but couldn't see if it was a good anagram. So then, right, so, so Samantha gets on to Susan straight away and is like, how dare you? What is going on? And Susan says, nothing. I simply want my life back. My family was in a bad place and did what they thought was best for me. As you said, massive book passing there. And Samantha goes, by telling everyone you committed suicide? Question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) How is that the right thing to do in any situation? Your friends, author friends and your readers grieved for you. I was harassed by Dylan Cross, telling people I was one of the bullies who drove you to kill yourself. I'm stunned and appalled that anyone would do this. I personally... Um, worked with people who've taken their own lives. People I worked next to for years without ever knowing they were fighting demons. I cried when I heard you'd allegedly taken your life. I felt so bad we hadn't spoken for months in the chat. I felt like I was kicked in the gut last night and I wanted to throw up when I heard about your post. Who the hell pretends that a loved, sorry my stupid one, commit committed suicide? She's right. Was it really your daughter making those posts, most of which seem to have disappeared, calling out the bullies that drove you to suicide? Do you even have a daughter? I've spoken to several people who knew you two years ago, people who considered you a friend, and they are dumbfounded. Spelt very bizarrely. How can you think the book world would just be like, oh, you're alive? And then Susan gets back. I do have a daughter and a son. I'm not worried about the book world letting me back in. I was never really in. Oh, still bitter. All you had to do was say you were leaving the book world and everyone would have respected that. But you have someone post that you killed yourself? It's disgusting. The betrayal, I feel, is beyond words. It's very... Then why come back at all? Why not just stay under the alias you were using? I seriously hope you get help because you need it. Never in the past seven and a half years in the book world have I seen or heard of anything this outrageous. You obviously didn't give a single thought about the people who considered you a friend before you pulled this stunt. Susan gets back. Susan's responses are coming off like overly reasonable, very nonchalant. I had no control over what my family did. I was in hospital fighting for my life, but I understand what they did. So she is fully leaning into that my family took the decision to tell everyone and that it wasn't mine. Then Samantha comes back with a very valid point. So you waited two years before letting anyone know that your family thought the right thing to do was say you were dead? What the fuck? Who does that? Was it so people would feel sorry for them and buy your book? Yes, clearly. That's obviously why. Well, Susan gets back. My books haven't sold at all. (gasps) I stayed silent while I worked with my psychiatrist and therapist to get in a better place. Um, Like, this text chat goes on for 42 screenshots. Susan remaining calm and sticking to the second lie which is that an attempt was made and her family took action. And she has no control like, over I, what my know. family may or may not have done. And who, and I may, and may I not. am on the edge. Yeah. I could be on the edge again now. Who among yeah. us has not? Exactly. Um, so then TN Steele posted <gasps> um, saying on a lovely little graphic, somebody made a graphic. Have they copped on that TN Steele is? They have. Yeah. Everyone knows TN Steele is her. And so she, TN Steele has said, this account will be closing soon. And I will return to my real account and name. If you would like to follow, let me know. Um, 
fucking bizarre. She also, in the TNC account, didn't change things like where she lives or the date she was born. Right, so... Quite lazy. Um, People were, like, wishing happy birthday to dead Susan on her birthday when it came up. I'm thinking of you on this day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. And TM Steele liking... Lapping it up, I would say. Absolutely. Now, what I'm really enjoying as well about this story is that in the reporting of it, what we've got is like mainstream media gathering receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. So like, like literally the BBC and Slate and The Independent are all just writing these articles full of screeners and um, about everyone's receipts. Yeah. Uh, like it's just really funny because all they've got to go on is receipts do you know that kind of way Mm. um so um susan is taking it all in her stride the book world is reeling um sales were not increased um somebody even put together an anthology of short stories in her memory that's like work i did that sell now um (laughs) who knows so some of the writers in the community have actually brought um kind of reports to um the sheriff's department um where meetings from to to file fraud claims because basically now obviously there's all kinds of like was money donated oh yeah of course um, and now the uh, sheriff's department was isn't able to provide information when it was approached by the BBC, so we don't know about that. Um, but I suppose that's kind of probably underway. Um, and then, so somebody claiming to be Susan Meachin told a writer called Michael Gallagher that she just felt the only way that she could find relief from the online bullying was to fake her own death. And quote the same toxicity pushed me. To do this in the first place, prove. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I was morally justified. I think what she is trying to articulate there is that this, the outcry about her return mm. proves bullying. that the space was toxic and justifies her original actions. Um, but, I mean, she created the space to begin with, didn't she? Like, yeah, she was this an was admin. her Facebook group. Um, Guys, whenever you're ready, I found a few reviews from some of Susan's books. Oh, oh, oh no, I just don't know if we can go that evil, but yes. Let's. Okay, it's so, not evil, it's just honest. It's a, It exists on the internet, it's honest feedback. So also, like... And it's probably other people in the community critiquing her work. Yeah. So it's... 
that's okay. Uh, so her former editor has also come out uh, being like, I honestly don't know what's true and what's a lie anymore. And um, so I was looking up. So I didn't know this, even though we've done, I think we've done a lot of death faking, but we've never done anything as egregious as Returning suicide from faking. the death. No, faking. Oh, no, yes, you're right. And like, gotta admit, that is next level the, dark. I mean, if we're going to make a totem pole of badness, I would say dying in a canoe accident is, on the kind of most uh, acceptable just, end. And then right there, kind of up at the higher end, we've got dying by suicide. And just below that, I think all the cancer fakers. There's many yeah. of them. Many of but them. I mean, they're the, a community. Um, they're like an the online guy, community. Was it the the uh, the watch? No, the guy who was fixing things. Uh, he faked his death. <laughs> and then the knitter. Did, well, there's they so not, the many knitters, yarn fakers. The yarn We've fakers. Were they not suicides? I or don't just think random so. deaths. I think it was just death. They were deaths. Like or the yarn cancer. community has had a lot of sudden deaths, as yes. we know and have covered extensively. Now, all I research, actually think the watch fixer is another podcast. That I just, the watch. <laughs> okay, good. I was wondering. It's normal gossip. It's a very good story. The guy who fixes watches. <laughs> Why did you re uh, rejig it for? Our cre- our podcast. No, because they that normal gossip just a sideline is people send in morsels of like anonymous goss. everyday goss yeah, and they that, retell like the story. Mongers. It's brilliant. It's a yeah, great yeah, concept. Yeah. So basically there's like research done into what is called suicide Munchausen's by proxy and it's kind of a strand of um the Munchausen's by internet that we've covered I mean basically the entire creep dive is about Munchausen's by internet practically all the people who fake elaborate the deer family Mm. and all that kind of stuff um but this um how to deal uh um sorry this pseudo suicide Munchausen by proxy and it's Spelled very cleverly, P S E U I C I D E. So pseudo suicide. Oh yeah. Um, love a portmanteau, and um, it it's kind of like this. This um, this guy, Doctor Feldman, has done loads of um, research into the impact of this kind of stuff on internet communities because obviously it is something that was born and bred on the internet internet people gonna internet basically Mm -hmm. and it's just so bizarre and so i found that there is a live journal um shout out live journal um at the og uh completely dedicated to people reporting their friends colleagues acquaintances uh faking their own deaths and the live journal is ingeniously called don't cry for me (laughs) And um, there's like there's tons of like oh my cousin's friend uh, faked their own death in third year college so they didn't have to finish their degree like all kinds of just like trying to get out of some of the most banal shit ever Mm -hmm. so very relatable but it's stuff that's a massive deal to you at the time you know I love your understanding Cassie so there's some like you I would consider a death faking to get out of a VAT return. But yes. like that's just a very very small 
bit of paperwork that has to be done. Oh, but it looms. It looms. Oh, and then it builds. It and then all and then, and then before you know it, you're off in a canoe on the side of Ireland and you're not coming back. Yeah. But it's and just then about moving return. into a bed sit. Uh, <laughs> that's throwback to Can You Believe It? One of our original first episodes. What I really enjoy on the um, de- fake deaths live journal page is um, the amount of... Um, bitching and biting replies to each other yeah so the infighting on so it's just like get a small online niche community get them together and just start a timer and see how fast it devolves a real dive so i really like this first post is this person who's like hi folks edit to add disclaimer After posting the story, I was informed that this was a boring fake death story. Several believed the situation completely uninteresting and disappointing. So people are are reviewing reviewing the fake death death stories. And then down in like in the depths, I went so deep on this live journal. I found this like really nice little post. Hello everyone, I'm a third year journalism student at Rochester Institute of Technology and I'm in the process of writing my final story for my news writing class. I'm writing about Munchausen by internet and it was suggested by the moderator of this site that I post here. I'm looking for anybody with personal experience relating to this topic. Maybe you've fallen victim to this disorder, had a friend who did or simply witnessed an account of it. I would love to hear from you. Once completed, the article will be posted on rblock.com under the university project section i am interested in doing short phone interviews email or skype whatever works for you and um, my article is due blah 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 thank you jesse 20 comments <laughs> most of which roasting jesse for what for being a shit journalism for, student in what way? Uh, um here we go uh yeah that would have been my first step, actually reading the community research before interview. And then someone else, well, that would require a bit of work on the part of the journalist. So Heavens. mean. Here's Jesse. I've been doing a lot of research on the topic of Munchausen's by internet, including reading through this community and countless publications and research articles. I have an interview set up with Dr. Feldman, who I'm sure some of you know for his research in the field. The moderator suggested that I do a general post in the community and see who's interested, so I followed their advice. I'm not familiar with live journals, so I figured I should listen to her. If nobody responds to my general posting, I will certainly begin to contact users directly. However, this way was less in enthusiastic um and then just absolutely more roasting if you're interested in doing more in-depth research this is a really good book on the subject then she'd have to write a read a book somebody she comes back thanks for the tip i came upon this book early on in my research and i'm trying to find it at my local library oh for god's sake this is a swamp it's so swamp here's somebody just getting back libraries can get books if you give them enough time (laughs) <laughs> oh something God. about your quote unquote research doesn't awful. ring true you came here the last minute and you seem to have little in actual research skills including how to use a library <laughs> so <laughs> somebody else i took journalism classes as an undergrad believe me the lack of planning procrastination and poor research skills are what make this ring absolutely true for me <laughs> the girl just 
question. Oh my god! Absolutely slated. I do like one person who got back to her with a like an actual answer in terms of. Um, you know, what Jesse originally asked, if anyone knew of anyone who'd done this, and I do like this particular reason for death faking. Here's, uh, here's the post. I've had it happen to me. Years back, from a girl who I'd known through a Yahoo group. I also love how deep in the internet we are at this point. Like, we are back in 2009 in LiveJournal, and now this person is going back years to Yahoo. Um, her quote-unquote sister told us she was dead, and we mourned for close to a year before someone just called her house and found out she wasn't dead at all. Do your research before you <laughs> mourn, you idiot. She told the girl that she'd recently moved to another state and didn't want to bring break up with her boyfriend who lived near her old home so she faked her death of course the boyfriend was in the group so she had to fake her death with us too and oddly enough he found out it was a lie about a month after it happened but never told us because he didn't want to hurt us anyway that's the gist of it you can email me or something if you want i just i liked that side element of just the backbiting and bitchiness just in within the death faking uh, outing community it's the never in mind community. in the original death faking i mean it is there's circles upon circles but i think it really gave us all a pep this week well thank you sophs and just to fit i just i have to oh, a couple you. of reviews so, couple of reviews yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. obviously people have been in after the drowns oh, no. uh, doing some reviewing very oh, very fair minded if this drama doesn't boost her sales nothing will literally nothing but i'm not sure now the the product is up to scratch Mm. Uh, love to last a lifetime is the name of the book another absolute stonking uh free shot there image there a woman cuddling into a man's chest and here we have a one star review from dl this book made me want to off myself Jesus. In fact, by the time I finished reading this book, I felt like I was dead. It was only years later did I turn out to be, in fact, alive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not any better off. We have editors are important. We have trite and dull. Not remotely worth your time, writes this Amazon customer. Like, I can't listen because I'm in a very... I know that, but these these writers are reviewing exactly when the drama went down. So here's one saying, I dislike everything about this disgusting fraud. Speaking, I'm sure, about Susan, having not read the book at all. That is a stranger talking about another stranger, like... What? I could have That's such a strong I love reaction. it though. Absolutely amazing. And uh, good luck to Susan. So there was another, um, I, I don't know if you saw this, there was another um, piece on Upstream Reviews where someone, Michael Gallagher, had claimed to have spoken to her. Yeah, yeah. And did you see her response about her next book? Oh, I didn't see her plug so in the book. He, she, now, he has posted an update to this saying... That since they published that, she's come back and now denies that they spoke. So they had to pull them. But I read this the other day. And from memory, she he asked her, was she got, planning on to continue writing? And she said, yes, the book I'm currently working on is about someone who fakes their death. And this was all research. <laughs> which I'll, I'll is, buy it. Which I I'll would like, it. It, it is good research. That. Yeah. There's, that feels fine to me. That sort of absolves everything. 
if you take it and you use it as proper a part of your art a part of your art then it's just method well that's it i'm you know? sorry it might have hurt a few people but you know writers gotta do what a writer's gotta do there's still only 700 people in that closed facebook group on the ward so like how far reaching was this really Enough to give us a tickle a little tickle uh thank you sophs Thank you, Susan. Thank you, dearly. Thank you, Susan. Um, so I was going to tell you a bit about Nazis, but then I remembered something else. Okay. Have you guys heard about the giant on TikTok? No. no. Okay, this is a pretty weird story. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on on TikTok and a lot of hoaxes, and especially in the kind of realm of haunted house hoaxes. Oh, yeah. There's people making kind of what uh, initially you you view and you're like, holy shit. There's stuff moving around this guy's house, for instance. And then you kind of log into his account and you're like, oh, this is sort of a short story. And you can tell it's fake, but it's sort of enjoyable and it feels kind of fun. And the production values are like... And it's on TikTok, so it's kind of serialized. Yeah, Five minutes by five minutes. And he is, for instance, I'm thinking of one in particular user who has done a number of My House is Haunted. He has a baby in the house with him and there's all manner of shit going down in the house. But it's obviously on one hand it's faked but it's very enjoyable you know that way yeah. i know initially you watch it you're like holy shit what's this but as you kind of go in you're like okay okay i see what he's doing but this is a slightly different weirdy supernatural so this is a story of andrew dawson so his tiktok handle uh, andy capped i think it is and so anyway he claimed on his tiktok channel to have filmed a giant on top of a mountain in the Jasper <laughs> National Park in Alberta, in Canada. It was me. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and what was really interesting about this was, obviously, he filmed it, posted on his TikTok. And uh, so we were watching it, it, like, live happening. And the shaky camera, he was... It, it felt very like, oh, fuck, what am I seeing here, guys? What do you think this is? Anyway, so he posted this on his TikTok... And he then documented a series of weird events in the aftermath. And uh, then following the following months, couple of months later, some tragic news. So it's worth also pointing out that Andy, uh, his TikTok page leading up to the giant sort of story was mostly just average posts of him and his dog and shit around his house and nothing remotely supernatural and nothing that would suggest he was sort of a filmmaker or Mm. this was totally out of nowhere this post okay so where are we uh so april 9th he uploaded a video with what he called a giant on top of a mountain in jasper national park so the kind of the image opens and it's a snow-capped mountain he's in a car the car is moving there's like a forest in the way a bit but you could clearly see uh taking into perspective you know the cows are far away the cows are close by that whatever figure was walking up this mountain needed to be fucking enormous but it was camera was shaky it was hard to make out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm very much in the Sasquatch talk world. So I yeah. got served this a while ago. Anyway, so he says, uh, is that a person? No, seriously, pull over. This is just text of what the TikTok said. Seriously, pull over. No, that can't be a dude. If Can you see what I'm seeing right now? So for something to be that large from the far distance, even with the zoomed in camera, it would have to be absolutely minimum 
triple the size of an average man. Ooh. So it's sort of blurry. You can kind of make out movement in it as it goes up. It's about three quarters of the way down the mountain as it kind of navigates up towards the mountain. So it's, it's moving. It's not it's like moving. A, a tree or anything. No, it's not a building or a tree. And uh, we go on to get further kind of footage as he sort of follows the story. But there's no building there or there wasn't at the time. It's three men in a trench coat. So you could see it moving up, but there was nothing up there that it was walking towards, like no buildings. No. And Andrew starts to attempt to go back to the mountain and get a closer look and go back to the spot that he originally filmed in or find out what it was that he recorded in the first place. So three days after the first video was posted, he posts again, having returned to that spot. And he says, we are on our way. We're going to find somewhere closer. I'm going to set my camera up on something like a tripod. I know you guys are complaining that the footage was really shaky um, because the the internet has no chill. But here's the mountain and we're going to get closer. So later on that same day, he's gotten closer to the mountain. uh, And he says, as you can see, whatever was on top of that mountain is no longer there. It wasn't a structure. It was... whatever it was was moving and there's absolutely nothing there now so he uses his tripod uh and he's kind of we're just looking at the m2 mountain like okay it's not there now what who knows what it was but then he said i spoke to some locals and it comes and goes apparently i don't know what it is so he's zooming at the time kind of speaking from behind the camera going like well whatever the locals they've other people have seen this too they call it the giant I seem to be one of the only ones who's got it on camera. Anyway, moving on. This is a viral marketing campaign for uh, an upcoming film. May, well, mm. I don't know. But so, maybe so. But anyway, on we go. And he says he spoke to the locals, blah, blah, blah. And the thing comes and goes. And what the fuck could it be? Are we talking Sasquatch? Is it some other type of creature? Is it a giant? And uh, this is where the story I love gets... that it goes to giant and not Sasquatch. Well, Sasquatch is a giant. Isn't he? If it exists, I'm well, no, picturing like Sasquatch, a lonely BFG up in the mountains, yeah, just yeah. trying to live his like life. A giant you know, is just a big, like big, a big man, but human. Whereas Sasquatch is, you know, like hairy and a Sasquatch, and one of the kind of missing link along also, our evolutionary. Yeah. Sasquatch has to be one of the funnest words to say. Sasquatch it certainly is. Post to. So moving along, the story gets a little strange. So he claims to encounter and be, start. So someone's following him. And he believes it's the CIA or some branch of the government. So another kind of film gets uploaded and he says, I just got stopped by some, what I think is a CIA agent. He told me to turn around, said I'm trespassing. And I said, it's a public road. And he told me to, to take this path and get out of here. So he didn't get that on camera. This is an after kind of conversation mm. he's having. And he says, I'm going to go again tomorrow and be prepared to be filming Uh, And I'm going to be prepared to be filming. So he does go back the following night. He is stopped. The vehicle, uh, his vehicle was stopped. A truck was blocking it. You hear a guy get out of the car ahead and tell him to go back the way he came. And you kind of hear a conversation and Andrew's like, well, it, uh, why? Mm. And your man just says, just go back the way you came. And uh, he was like, I don't get it. It was awkward. This is all in the film. Uh, I'm going to go back again tomorrow and see if he's not, if he's there, I'll keep the camera going again. So on April 13th, which is four days after the original post, he posts what he claims to be this UFO in the mountain range. And it's another sort of series of lights. And like many people have also 
photographed and videoed this strange series of lights. And he's like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Roll on to the following day. He posts a a video of what he claimed to be some type of extraction going on. So it's two helicopters above the mountain range in exactly the same spot that he saw the giant kind of uh, what doing something in the air. He calls it an extraction. Are they moving something out or putting something in? And then there was more, uh, two more CIA, what he claims CIA encounters. So it's another guy stopping him on the road as he continues to return back. He's obviously gotten a shitload of views on his original giant video. I think I've... Did you find the giant? I'm trying to find, yeah. I have the giant video here. Okay. It's hard to see. It's underwhelming. Uh, It is (laughs) underwhelming. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. On the ridge. Well, watch the video. Now, it does look large. No, it does look big. I mean, it is exciting. I'm excited. It is a giant. I'm sold. So he continues to go back. He's being told to turn around. And then he shoots a video of a vehicle outside his gaff. Oh. And he lives, so he's got a front door and directly outside the front door is a road. And you can, whatever car one of the agents was in, or agents or so he says, uh, it's definitely the same car that was parked outside. So he takes his video, he starts live streaming, he goes outside, he's like, hey, he goes to kind of wave at whoever's in the and car. And he's, he's like, live the whole time with this? Yeah. No, okay. Well, it's a TikTok video, so he's uploading it after the fact. Yeah, but he has it on video. He has it on video. He's like, hey, can I help you? Like, what's happening? The car speeds off down the road. He's like, what the fuck was that? Then he posts a video, which is totally weird and seems like he's being sort of forced to make it. So the camera's on a tripod opposite tripod opposite him. He's standing with his back to the wall and he starts saying, he starts by saying, hey guys, I just want to give you an update. I'm not dead because it had been an, a while since his previous uh, video which was the car storming off uh he says i'm not dead i have not disappeared i've just been busy with life and i couldn't get around to posting and updating you guys so now i'm going to give you an official update of what's been going on and his eyes are sort of going to the right as he's speaking as if Ah. somebody's standing there and he says i couldn't get around to posting or oh yeah here's what he says sorry to disappoint you guys Um, But all the videos I posted were scripted and they were fake, just strictly for entertainment. And he says, I'm sorry. more of a betrayal than Susan. Well, if Mm. it's, if in fact he wasn't being forced to say this. He said, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. I just need to give you a quick update again. It's strange because he keeps looking off camera. He says, blah, blah, blah. It's been scripted. He's apologizing. And that's the end of the film. And he does say at the very end, you might not see me post again. My videos, uh, they weren't fake, but I believe that I, we we just didn't see what we thought we saw. We've come to the end of the road. Exactly. Ten oh. days after this video, uh, he uploads a video with the caption military. And this was his last update. Because following that video military so that video was what appeared to be a huge building had appeared in the in the exact spot of the giant like this enormous kind of towery thing with loads of what looked like aerials sticking off easily added in post yeah yeah definitely easily but it was a moving kind of video it felt sort of real yeah He, he didn't have any sort of history of this level of carry on 
it was clear he hadn't sort of thought through a lot of the videos. Mm. They all felt on the hoof. I sort of believed him. They're so, very well done if there if there's something that he was planning. Yeah, it didn't feel like it just felt like someone had stumbled across something strange. So what you're saying is it feels more like there is a giant. Or some type of military strange. covert military ops. There's something they're not telling us. Yes. So then a couple of days, I think this was about a week ago, uh, it was reported that he had died. So the Campbell River Mirror, a local newspaper, um, one of their posts in the obits that Andrew Ryan... Dawson had sadly passed away, and that's not, not trampled to death or anything. The end of his like that we he hasn't been heard heard from since. People are like, "Well, what the fuck happened to him?" The obit doesn't mention how he dies; it just lists his family and you know loved by so and so. And the, the Campbell River Mirror. It's hard. I yeah, there's nowhere shocked. So, oh yeah, dead. look. But is and there anyone? Do birth dates uh, add up to like man in his kind of twenties, thirties? Yeah. yeah, fourth. Oh, here's his obituary his here. There? Yeah, yeah. All his tats and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. him in loving memory, loving husband, father, uncle, brother, and son. Mom Yvonne Watchhorn. Mom Kim Dawson, soulmate Salma and her daughter, Trinidadian family, son Preston and Grandma Lana. Like there's oh a lot of people God. here named. a reason for death. You know the way often there's after a long illness or passing their sleep or there was nothing. So did he exist? Okay, what Is if he dead? Whole, what if like he invented this character, Andrew what's Dawson. Dawson, and scripted this entire thing. Yeah. Hooked, got everyone on the hook. And it was, it was always his plan to kill the main character. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That the could only be. thing is with obituaries, they come through the funeral homes. Oh, Unless it's different in... I think it's different in the US. In the US. Like, yeah. maybe you can, like, just phone in an obituary, which, oh, my God, if you can, the scope there of the for hijinks is God, amazing. This episode is very obviously a fake, potentially a faked deathing of... A theme I mean, emerges. It's like a happier outcome if the guy scripted the whole thing, always with the intention of killing off the main character in the end. Yeah. But if not, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. And what it's, happened to him? But it's interesting. There's no reports of this guy in like mainstream. And I know the mainstream media can't cover it until things are verified. But like all the sites reporting this story are very like left of center kind of media houses and things like that. So And TikTok self. And TikTok and people doing it. And Daily Dot conspiracy um, the conspiracy. The Daily Dot have covered it in a way that is like online conspiracy theorists believe this story to be true which is a great way to <laughs> still write the story and not take any responsibility Absolute for what you're publishing brilliant sidestepping there um <laughs> dancing yeah weird i love weird. it weird, and weird, does weird, that weird, daily dot article have any more kind of like theories around it than um no 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 like, there's doesn't no seem further to be. information it yes. just says on July 1st, Dawson passed away. He was 34 years old. Questions about the cause of his death and claims that the CIA was involved floated around the internet for months. In October, a podcast dedicated to legends like Loch Ness Monster and the Sasquatch wrote a blog about Dawson's death. They wrote that a week before he passed away, Dawson confirmed via Instagram direct message that his videos about the giant and the CIA were all fake, just as he had done on TikTok. Uh. 
yeah. he later muddied the waters in messages where he repeatedly wrote, I can't say anything about it. It didn't happen. Minute. Mystery. Mm, don't know. Oh. Isn't it scary, though, how, like, unruly the internet has become? That, like, the proliferation of conspiracy theorists and these kind of videos and everything else and them being reported in the news and blogs and then perpetuating with more and more TikTok videos. Mm. Muddying the waters. You just don't know what is true true. or fake anymore. And I'm enjoying the blurred lines because it's not affecting me directly. But if it was my family or my friends, it would be maddening. Well, it'll start affecting you directly when your kids are on the internet and there's no verification <laughs> whatsoever. And they're coming to you and you're like, yeah, there are Sasquatches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would agree that there definitely are. Well, but there must be. <laughs> I would just say, look the at the genetics. Called the Jersey Devil. Yes, it's Such amazing. A episode. There's loads of people who are kind of obsessively, uh, you know, Bigfoot watchers and... But like, we should look at, like, there it's obviously giants somewhere. There are people who are taller than me. And like, (laughs) at what point does one become a giant? Like, what's giant? How do you unlock giant status? Yeah. Let's have a look at what, how big, how big is. Because like, isn't like Bigfoot only seven foot tall? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. Uh, so the interesting thing about Bigfoot and Sasquatch is it's sort of ape-like quality and like full body hair. Yeah. They also suggest it lives in trees like um, many primates do, building in nests high up in trees. And that's why we're not finding them on the floor. They're nocturnal, we think, extremely shy. <laughs> and, you know, just very, very interesting Introverts. sort of humanoids that do exist. And obviously folklore is full of it. But isn't there something wonderful about just believing that there's so much more to discover, even if it's not true? <laughs> but there must be more there's to so discover. There's so much more lies to discover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's yeah. other things to discover. There's definitely, definitely, we've had There's this, some true things to discover. There's true. There's <laughs> strange things down under the sea. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like there's and things we have, don't even know about Many yet. cryptids to... But also, there's. It's not massively outside of the realm of possibilities. No, like, I'm enjoying this uh, very much. The um, like it, tall this person we... to Sasquatch pipeline that I'm witnessing in you. So we're looking about six to nine foot. Like, come on, I'm Absolutely. six foot. Am I a Sasquatch? But some descriptions have been as tall as ten to fifteen feet, which would be more on the giant scale of what your man was looking at on the on the mountain. Did you see that basketball player on TikTok? He's like seven foot six or something. He's just like dropping them into the basket. Uh, I mean, it is a stretch to say that they're incredible athletes when they're literally placing, just popping <laughs> it in two steps. Yeah, across. it is. Be like if I played darts with my long arms, I would just be pinning them into the board. <laughs> She's an unbelievable talent. Just delicately placing them. That's it. Just like straight in there. Exactly. Pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> world champion. So I'll save the Nazis for the hive, if that suits. Delicious. Super. I've got a moida. And I have some funny internet con- confessions that can lift the spirits. Oh, Ooh, oh we'll yes. Do you want to take there. us out on one of those confessions? Yeah, yeah. Give you one. Um, I was taking secret dance lessons to surprise my husband on our anniversary. He thought I was having an affair and confronted me. He was so whiny and irksome that I confessed and I'm now happily separated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks all. Oh, See thank you on the high. Bye. Bye. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.